Pittsburgh Steelers put the pads on, and for the first time, things got real here at St. Vincent College in Latrobe, Pennsylvania. What's going on, everybody? I'm No Strackbine. Thank you for jumping on to Steelers To Go, your daily to-go cup of Pittsburgh Steelers news and analysis. Find us on YouTube.com slash Talk or subscribe anywhere you get your podcast. I am live once again from St. Vincent College, and this time I got a better mic, which means hopefully the live stream, there are no issues. That being said, we watched the Steelers suit up in pads for the first time this summer. Felt great. Football was officially back, and with it, you saw a couple of things that really stood out, and I think the biggest ones were the rookie class. A couple of things. One, Darnell Washington, there were reports earlier, or or I guess just opinions earlier in the offseason that the Steelers might find themselves in a situation where Darnell Washington isn't worthy of an active roster spot on Sundays, that the Steelers could start the season with Pat Fryermuth, Connor Hayward, and Zach Gentry out there on game days while Darnell Washington doesn't get a helmet. From what I saw today, Darnell Washington is going to get a helmet. Zero questions asked. It is almost impossible to have the expectations that Darnell Washington set for himself today. And those expectations were simple. You went against TJ Watt the first time, and you won in backs on backers. The second time, you go up against TJ Watt, no chance you're going to win this one, right? You do. And it looks easier than the first time. You just beat the former Defensive Player of the Year, the Steelers' best defensive star, their crazy edge rusher, this guy who is supposed to be one of, if not the best outside linebacker in the NFL. You, as a rookie, day one of pads, made it look easy to stop him on the field. You're going to tell me that the Steelers are not going to suit this guy up on Sundays? No chance. The Steelers have themselves an option that they could utilize everywhere. And I'll say this. I came into this week. I said it the other day. I said it last week a couple of times. Darnell Washington wasn't super impressive last week. Didn't really look good. His hips were tight. He wasn't the best route runner as expected. He dropped a couple of passes. It was just a moment or a bunch of moments, I would say, where you just looked at Darnell Washington and said, okay, these will come. We need to put the pads on. Darnell Washington will impress when he's able to do what he does comfortably or he does best and that's to block. He's six whatever. He's 200 and whatever pounds. This guy is ginormous. He's got to be able to outlength and outstrengthen everybody out there. The pads came on, backs on backers. The first drill that they will do at all times when the pads come on, Darnell Washington goes back-to-back, victory, victory against the best player on the Pittsburgh Steelers. That is as good as it gets for anybody watching, but especially for Mike Tomlin, for Alfredo Roberts for Pat Fryermuth, who didn't look necessarily good in backs on backers. I don't think he even won a rep for Connor Hayward, who struggled at times, won other ones. It just at all times looked like, okay, if the Steelers are going to go into Sundays, Darnell Washington's going to be on the football field. Why? Because if Najee Harris is running to the right side, Darnell Washington's going to be lined up on the right side. If Najee Harris is running to the left side, Darnell Washington's going to be lined up on the left side. Darnell Washington, I mean, if you're talking left tackle or a guy who was supposed to be a left tackle, who teams asked to be a left tackle, yeah, I could see where they were coming from. Easy. Number two was uh, Joey Porter Jr. 
who was a guy that I said coming in here wasn't able to sh showcase his strengths last week. He got beat by George Pickens. There were a couple of times where you just saw that he was a step behind guys and you thought, okay, when is it going to come? When are the big plays going to be made? He got an interception today against Mitch Trubisky, and I get it. It's Mitch Trubisky. It's not Kenny Pickett. It's not the first team. Cody White was the wide receiver. Not a big whoop, but he still got an interception. And then there's the viral play against George Pickens that blew up the internet that will continue to blow up the internet where Pickens goes over top, reaches round, pulls a George Pickens type catch, a catch only George Pickens could come up with. I talked to Joey Porter after practice, and he said, Dude, the mentality after that one is just next play because there's nothing you could do. He's a said it. I lined up perfectly. I played it perfectly. I was positioned perfectly. George literally laid on top of me and came up with a ball that 99.99% of the NFL would not come up with. It's true. But the rest of the day, Joey Porter looked very good. And I thought for the first time in camp, outside of the first day, I thought the first day of practice, day one, he looked good. After that, it kind of all fell off. Today he came back. I thought he looked good again. I thought he showcased that he has the capabilities of keeping up with Deontay Johnson and George Pickens and Allen Robinson and Calvin Austin and Pat Fryermuth and any of these guys, as long as he could actually put his strength into him. That's what he does best is he'll hit you. He'll make sure that you know that you're going up against Joey Porter Jr. and that you're going to have to fight to win that rep. When the pads come on and guys could get even more physical, that's when those things get to showcase themselves. And I thought Joey Porter Jr. looked Really, really good when it happened. The biggest standout for me outside of those two is not a rookie. It's Quan Alexander. That dude, I don't know if it was just because he has fresh legs or if it's because he came in here guns a-blazing and he said, I'm going to make this roster spot, but on top of that, I'm going to earn a starting job off the jump. But he looked faster. He looked smoother. He looked more fluid than any inside linebacker out there. And that includes a Landon Roberts who might have ended John Lovett, who signed today, showed up for practice, should have had a much better afternoon than he did. But a Landon Roberts, I mean, there, Darnell Washington was the star of backs on backers. Easy. But if we're highlighting one play, it is a Landon Roberts running through John Lovett, Lovett excuse me, like there was nothing in front of him. Like it was a piece of paper trying to stop this guy on his first rep. And I don't know whose idea it was to say, hey, a Landon, eight-year NFL vet, run stuffer, guy who is known for taking people's lunch, go out there and you're going to play this guy who doesn't have a single NFL snap, who's coming off an XFL season, who just showed up here yesterday afternoon and signed his contract this morning. You're going to go up against him, first rep of back on backers, for that guy and then he followed that one up with mark robinson coming in and eating his lunch once again it was a rough day for john levitt but alandon roberts stood out in that moment Quan alexander was doing his own thing and he wasn't blowing people up in backs on backers but he won every single rep that he took in backs on backers and he did it with his agility and his versatility and his quickness and i think that's exactly what the pittsburgh steelers are looking for this guy came in here he looks fresh it's, it's injury concerns when it comes to him. I understand that. He has a history of missing games. If he could stay healthy from what I saw today, it looks like Quan Alexander is a piece to the Steelers defense that they've been looking for. He's a coverage guy. He's able to step in here and really contribute. And on day one, day, day one of him was last week. I get that. He didn't really do much. He spent most of his time learning the defense on the, on the sideline. 
He did a lot of that today as well, but when he was on the field, you immediately noticed. Oh, Quan Alexander made a play. Ooh, Quan Alexander made another play. Oh, Quan Alexander was doing it again. Wow, he just looks so fast. Quan Alexander, definitely impressed. I think he comes in here and just says, hey, I should belong. I'm definitely going to compete for a starting job. I don't care if they sign Cole Holcomb to a big deal or if a Landon Roberts has the experience or if Mark Robinson is supposed to be the future. I'm going to try to win it. I thought Alandon, or Quan, excuse me, looked very, very good to start padded practice. I would say those were the three that stood out. And then obviously George Pickens, who is a monster and will remain a monster for probably the rest of his career. If he continues to make catches like that, because that was the craziest part, is George Pickens makes that catch. The over, leaning over, Joey Porter Jr. comes down with something that nobody should ever come down with. The entire crowd goes wild. It, it was awesome. It was a football is back moment, no doubt about it. But then he follows that up. Team drill, red zone. He lines up. He catches a little toe tap in the back of the end zone like it was nothing. Goes up, snags it above his head, toe tap, just keep, carries on with his day. Like nothing ever happened. Like this is... An everyday thing for George Pickens. I mean, year two for him is going to be ridiculous either way. As long as Kenny Pickett looks good and that offensive line could keep him clean and the running game could open up the passing game. And, you know, granted, no injuries, hopefully anywhere. But George Pickens, man, you put some pads on this guy. You don't put pads on this guy and he makes ridiculous catches. But we could, you know, come up with excuses left and right. And I think that was the thing last year. I remember jumping on it to go and saying, George Pickens caught this pass, took it across the field lit up everybody. There was no catching him. And everybody's like, well, there were no pads on, you know, you never know what was going to happen. And then he comes into the regular season and he does exactly what he did that same day. Pads come on today. He's like, all right, I'm done. I'm done waiting. Showing off, showing off again. He's just George Pickens, man. Shouldn't have been a second round pick. He's probably the best wide receiver in that draft class. And I get it. There's an argument for a bunch of guys. And I, I would sit down and I would have that argument. No doubt about it. But from what I watch every single day, George Pickens is a superstar, or at least a superstar in the making. And he says he wants to be the best wide receiver in the NFL. I think that's a real possibility for this guy. And it started today, and it looked good. So you're looking for winners from first day of padded practice for the Steelers. You got Darnell Washington, who proved, yeah, I'm probably going to earn a star, or not a starting. I'm probably going to earn a helmet on Sundays. We should end that conversation now. Joey Porter Jr., who said, yeah, let me just hit some guys. We'll be good to go. Quan Alexander, who's coming in here and immediately starting to impress, which is excellent for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And then George Pickens, who will forever be George Pickens. And that guy is, well, he's one of a kind in the NFL. 